Hello, everyone. Uh, thank you for tuning in to Editor Knows Best, the podcast. My name is Katyra Poland, the founder of Editor Knows Best and also the CEO of Love for Words, which is a nonfiction editing boutique. Thank you all for tuning in again. If you are returning, if this is your first time, thank you so much for joining us for this special episode. Um, just a reminder, Editor Knows Best airs every other Monday, 7 p.m. Eastern. Um, you can Google search Editor Knows Best and you will find a plethora of options where you can listen to the episodes and also download or stream them. Um, so again, thank you all for tuning in. We do have a special guest today, so we will jump right into it. Um, our guest is an entrepreneur, a community activist, investor, uh, but more importantly, he's a dad, a son, a brother, and a friend. He provides operations management, coaching, and consulting services to entrepreneurs, small business owners, and nonprofit organizations. He has 20 years in the security and management industry, uh, where he worked with uh, entertainers, celebrities, the Buffalo Bills, government agencies, colleges, and the private sector. Um, he has a coaching program, Business Accountability Coaching, or BAC, that again helps entrepreneurs, small business owners, and organizations in the startup process or who need assistance with creating, aligning, or making adjustments with their goals, mission, or vision to focus on establishing and improving their operational accountability. When he's not coaching and providing services, he's in the community, um, building actionable and working relationships um, that benefit and serve the community uh, by developing partnerships with organizations to help those in need. He is also he's also contributed to the monthly presentation at Action for a Better Community in Rochester, New York, on how to become an entrepreneur. So, as you have heard, he is quite involved, uh, very knowledgeable and certainly someone um, you will pick up lots of knowledge and um, nuggets from. And today's guest is Mr. Anthony D. Lewis Sr. Thank you so much for joining us today, Anthony. Thank you for having me, uh, Ms. Pollen. Pleasure being here. Um, I know we supposed to got together before and and um, there are circumstances where I couldn't be here earlier, but I'm here and I'm happy <laughs> to do this. I'm happy to be here and speak to your audience. You're welcome. You're welcome. And I'm glad that you're here. And I know that you have so much to share with them. So we will jump right in. What I would love for you to do, um, as you know, the audience are primarily writers and authors who are starting their journey or maybe intermediate level who, you know, tune in to hear from different professionals who can help them, you know, become published authors and make the journey easier for them. So I would like for you to kind of give a summary of what business operations is and then also how it will benefit authors who, you know, are looking to make this process easier. Okay, great. Um, let's start with business operations management or even management. And one thing is with a business operations or a manager, management, they, they're associated with all aspects of the business, the day-to-day -day responsibility. They're an intricate part of every role that takes place within the business um, and organization. And there's no little job that the operations manager is not involved. 
um, he or she oversees, like I said, the day-to-day operations of a business to, to ensure that all the goals and objectives are met when they need to be met. And if they can't be met, what changes that, that are need to be made to make sure that we can meet them? Or you may have to make a change where either that goal is too obtainable at the moment and we need to take a step back and focus on something that's really up, that's more obtainable that will also allow us to move forward. So uh, operations management is very important in every business. If they don't have it, they will find themselves running in circles, running into situations and, um, that they're not ready for. And sometimes the simplest one that people really take for granted is scheduling. Everyone, you know, when it comes to scheduling employees, um, even scheduling times, especially for authors. One thing with authors have a problem, at least some of the new and coming, new and up and coming authors and writers, they have a difficult time setting a schedule when they want to sit down and, and write, and then and focus on what aspect of writing they're going to, um, what part of their book that they're going to write on. So that's part of your operation is scheduling. If you don't know how to schedule, then you really are going to have a hard time focusing on uh, when to write and even what to write. So, uh, so operations management is, is a highly involved um, aspect of every business and it requires a lot of attention and especially to detail. Thank you for that. Thank you for that. And I definitely agree, you know, as, a, as an author myself, um, and of course, a business owner, scheduling is, a, is very important. Um, and it even goes into like when you're marketing your book, like how soon do you start marketing? Um, do you wait until it's written? So there's a lot of elements that authors have to pay attention to on the business side and not just the writing side. So I'm glad to hear you uh, point that out so our listeners recognize that being an author is not so different than being an entrepreneur. So if an author, um, you know, came to you with a question um, and they wanted to know, um, hey, Anthony, I'm having a challenging time with, you know, setting up a schedule to make sure my book is released on time. What are some things you would recommend to make that operational piece um, flow better for an author? Well, what I would suggest to them is to, first of all, start a schedule from the time they wake up to the time that they actually um, maybe go to bed or at least shut down for the evening. And within that time, note down what you're what they're doing. Of course, we know that you know they get up, they wake up, they take care of themselves, they get ready for the day. But in the midst of that time, when you know, in like any other schedule you may work, you know, you have a break at work, you have a lunch break at 12, you have to be back at 12:30 for some, for most people, some have to be back at one. So you know within that time, hey, if that's a period of time that you can use to write for half an hour, an hour, you utilize that time. Then you know, okay, I'm working for another three and a half hours until I leave. Then I get home and I have children, because a lot of authors and writers have children, have families. So you know, you got to take care of your family. So always include that in your schedule as well. You know, even how how long does it take you to get home? want to break down your time so that for you can actually visualize understand where your time is going because time is money that's the one thing that a lot of us as entrepreneurs we miss out time is money 
And if you focus on and you schedule time properly, you also can create opportunities for yourself to write. So write, write out your schedule. So if you have work nine to five, write out your schedule for nine to five. Then after five, do a schedule from five to 10. If you turn in at 10 o'clock, write down what you do from five to 10. And then study that and look at what pockets of time do you have free to yourself or how you can adjust that so that you can have time to yourself to write. So you may want to put the kids to bed early. You may want to do dinner early. You may want to, instead of cooking every day, you may want to say, I want to do, um, uh, do meal prep or start doing um, crock pot meals that will, that will last for two days. So that way it gives you more time to focus on writing. It gives you that quiet time as well. So I would suggest writers do that. So use, utilize what you may have been doing, working a nine to five job, use the same format, then apply that same format for afterward, and then and find a time slot that's within there in that time where you can utilize to gain that free um, time to write. For sure, definitely. Um, that sounds, that I mean, that's usually the most challenging part of, of writing the book is actually writing it. Um, setting aside that time, getting that discipline to get it done. So I definitely agree with you. Before we move forward, I will mention the name of Anthony's business is DBI Management Group. Um, so make sure the audience knows that. And I mentioned that it's DBI Management Group. So that's just the FYI for all of our listeners. So I know uh, one of the things that you do is that you help um, business owners with creating or adjusting their goals or mission and vision. So for an author who is just starting out, um, what would it look like or what would the process be to work with you to help them um, move forward with publishing their book? Well, the process to work with me is like for anyone else. An author, a writer, to me, is a business owner. Um, and I think a lot of that escapes a lot of writers, whether it's for music writers, whether it's novel, fiction or film, they miss the element, they miss the element that they are entrepreneurs. So in order for them to work with me, I always send them a questionnaire because I want to get a better understanding of who they are and what they're working with. And that way I can sit down and analyze that to see how best I can fit their needs on a one-on-one basis. Because one thing with um, my business opportunity um, coaching program it's not one it's not a program that's just that you just give out to, to anyone anyone can do mm-hmm. it's focused on the individual because our businesses are different our attentiveness is, is, is different our focus the way that we learn and process things is different mm-hmm. so my coaching methods doesn't in my program allows me to tap into that individual versus Compartment, uh, uh, excuse me, grouping them all together mm-hmm. and saying, well, just do this and do that. You know, so I always send a questionnaire. So anyone wants to work with me, I, I send them a, a question American Survey Monkey and I analyze, I go over and get back in touch with them. Then we have a conversation to see exactly where they're at so I can get a better understanding of who they are and what they're looking for. Uh, but sometimes they, they may have already went through that process. They may already reached that goal or they accomplished those things, but they, but you have to ask the right questions of them to pull it out 
So then sometimes they say, oh yeah, I did do that, I did do that. So then that leads us leads us to or leads me to asking them a further question as far as you know, can they send it to me so I can view it? Do they mind? Can we go over it? So that allows them to uh, the opportunity to start opening up and expressing their self and also telling them more about their goal and their mission that they have for writing their book or you know or writing a song because sometimes songwriters have writer books from right. they block yep. and they need they need to figure out how can they get away from that mm-hmm. right. and it's easy if you are organized it's easy if you can come to someone who can organize you or place you in a position where you can get organized mm-hmm. and focus on removing a block definitely um, I agree with everything um, that you shared um, and what one thing that I pulled out of that is that you offer customized service. So it's yeah. not a one size fits all. So for the authors and you know audience members, um, it is important for you to um, get to a space where you're ready to work with, you know, somebody who's going to help you. So you don't want to call and expect the other person to do everything for you. You yeah. have to do the work and you have to um, do your due diligence. So just make sure that you're not, you have, make sure you don't have unfair or unrealistic expectations for somebody to carry you through the process. Now they'll be there to guide you and mentor you, but as the author, um, the responsibility does fall on your shoulders. So I just want to share that with, with everyone because some people um, have a misconception of what it's like to, to work with somebody. So, <laughs> and I'm, I'm glad you said that because with a lot of people who get um, go through coaches for whatever variety of reasons, they have this expectation that their coach is going to fix that problem, that coach is going to remove those issues automatically. And no, it doesn't work that way. And that's why I my program is accountability. You're going to be accountable 100% that not only for the work that I'm going to put in front of you, but you're going to be accountable for the decisions that you're going to make when it comes to your business, whether you decide to do something or not, whether I present an opportunity out there for you, you decide you want to take it or not. Right. And you're going to be questioning, okay, well, what was the reason why you decide not to do it? Or even why did you do that? Because you need to be comfortable with the decision that you made as a business owner at the end of the day. You know, no one's going to come back behind you and correct that. Once that decision is made, it is done. Once you give up that $1,000 to whoever, it is done. They're not going to give it back. You know, and if someone do give it back, they really have a strong heart of empathy to give it to you. But for the most part, they're not going to return that $1,000 back. They're not going to come back and uh, re-edit your book for free. (laughs) So... Please, please, please make sure that you are 100% involved in the, the decision making and that you understand that it all falls on you regardless of the coach that you get, the coach that you choose. You're the one that's solely responsible for how you take everything in and what you do. Definitely. I agree. Uh, thank you so much for um, you know offering those words of encouragement and also you know, just reiterating the importance of, of, 
you know, being accountable for yourself and being responsible for what you're supposed to do. So um, we know that you're an entrepreneur, but I would love for you to tell us, you know, is, are you interested in going down the path of becoming an author? Um, Because so many of our listeners are authorpreneurs. So they have businesses and they write books. So is that something you've ever thought to do uh, based on your experience in the business industry? Well, I've thought about it um, for many years. And when I was in junior high school, we had an assignment to write a short story. And within the short story, and those who had the best short story had opportunity to have their story published. So I was one of those lucky kids. (laughs) (laughs) And I go back and I read that story. I go and to read my crappy story. (laughs) 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 You know, and it was a little horror horror story that I created. And I just laugh and I chuckle about it, about how far I came as a writer, because even doing what I do, I'm still writing, I'm still creating. I'm still making sure that what I put out there, I reach my audience mm-hmm. and that my audience also understand what I'm saying. Um, right. And oh yeah, so definitely that's always, you know, in the back of my mind is to write a book, to do an e-book. And even for myself, just because, you know, I deal in operations management and that's and I'm a coach and I'm a consultant, I have to go to someone that's on a higher level mm-hmm. than I am. So therefore, if that's something I do want to do, I can get it done the right way and not struggle with that. So, so of course, oh yeah, definitely. Writing is one one of my passions. I love, always love writing poetry, love writing poems, love writing songs. Um, I used to be, uh, back in the day, you know, I think every teenage boy was a rapper. (laughs) (laughs) You know, writing, but I found out my skill set was more so in writing than performing. Mm-hmm. Then also, then I realized my, my skill set was better in behind the stage. <laughs> <laughs> so, you yeah. know, so in which a lot of writers are in the background, mm-hmm. and they and editors perform, perform, and the writers make the most money. Mm-hmm. Let's, let's get that straight right there. Let's put it out there. Writers make the most money compared to the artists. They don't have to worry about touring. They don't have to worry about getting on a bus. They don't worry about having to deal with crazy fans. They just write the songs and they copyright. Right. First of all. Yep. Make sure they get their money. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they make sure it's protected. Yeah. And they let them let whoever wants to record it, record it, and they make their money. So hopefully right. the right person can record it and make a hit for them. Yeah. So for writing sure. is, very, is a very lucrative business. It can't be. Definitely. I agree with that. And I'm glad to hear that um, you're looking to use your business background and you do have plans to write a book. So we'll definitely have to have you back on the show once you drop your book. Um, And hopefully that offers some um, some what's the word I'm looking for. Hopefully for those those of you who are listening, that gives you some encouragement um, to know that you can, you know, write a book no matter what industry you're in. Um, But speaking about, you know, industries. What are some of the transferable skills that you would um, recommend authors pull from their jobs that they might be working in? Because so many people have more than one um, stream of income. So 
Um, some people are authors and they have, you know, they work in a bank or they work as a teacher. So what are some of the skills that you think would be helpful for authors to pull from their day job, so to speak? Oh, of course, time management is a skill that is so underutilized and, and frequently less understood. Time management. Then, and of course, that goes along with patience. I think patience is a skill set as well. You have to be patient with yourself, <laughs> first and foremost, yeah. when, you, when being creative. Mm-hmm. Being a creator, and, and writers are creators. Right. And sometimes if you're not patient with yourself, you're still finding that's when that block comes. Mm-hmm. Patient with yourself. Um, you know, those are the two. But mm-hmm. of course, it comes to, you know, when you start spending your money, you got time management, you got patience. You know, you need to learn money management. You know, managing your money, have, learning that skill. If you're work, if you work at a bank, bring that skill set along with you as a writer as well. Because you you really want to learn and know about how you're spending your money, where your money is going, who's getting your money, and if you're getting the right value for the money that you're spending with this person or with that company. It's very important to understand at the end of the day that um, where your budget is. And that also comes in line with understanding your money, that your money skills, your financial skills, is learn how to budget as an author, mm-hmm. learn how to budget as a writer. It's more than just pens and papers. It's more than just a laptop. Right. It's more than just, you know, a, a, a printer. Yeah. Once you start growing, you start establishing something, you need a publisher, you need an editor. You really need to know, how can I bring out, one, where is that money coming from? And right. Two, how can I save? Three, how can I create a budget? And four, you know, how, you know, how, you may have to, like, with that money, cut back on your expenses, your personal, which a lot of people don't want to do because when it comes to being a writer, when it comes to having a business, it's learning and understanding. Cutting back personal um, habits is needed. So you may not be able to go out or can't go out and have <laughs> and, dollar um, crab boil dinner you, know? <laughs> <laughs> you might just settle for a flavored pack of ramen noodle shrimp soup <laughs> what did they call it a day or buy your buy some uh, a bag of ten dollar shrimp or throw it in there mm-hmm. budget and save your save your money because um, when you want the best publisher you want the best editor you know you're gonna pay and that should be expected with anything. If you want the best car, you want the best quality car, you know that you're gonna pay. So budget yeah. your money. Please budget your money and know where your money's coming from. Going coming and going. Yes, and those are all great transferable skills, time management, patience, money management, budgeting, financial literacy. Um, one of the things that stood out to me is basically what you're saying is you have to sacrifice. There's some things you're gonna have to give up if you want this other thing. So for those of you, you know, listening, just know, you know, being an author or, you know, embarking on any journey in life requires sacrifices. So if you're not willing to make those sacrifices, then you can't expect to reach your goals. Um, The other piece I wanted to touch on is also, um, you know, you get what you pay for. So are there cheap editors out there? Absolutely. But what does your book look like when you get it back? So you have to... You have to decide, you know, what do I want? Do I want this done, 
cheap and quick or do I want something that's going to be quality, something I'm proud of, something of value? So um, those are questions you will have to answer yourself and only you know the answer to those questions. So, um, you know, spend some time thinking about that because that's very important. Exactly. And as part of your operations uh, management, evaluating prices and the products that you're using, the services you're using is very important. It doesn't matter who it is. It doesn't matter what industry it is. You have to evaluate the quality and the quantity you're getting and Mm -hmm. if your money is going to be utilized and if this product and the service is the right one for it. Cheap is definitely, you know, in in some aspects when it comes to, especially when you want to deliver the best product to people. Yeah. Cheap is not the way to go. Right. Affordable is completely different than cheap. You know, then you have your expense. Mm -hmm. Dabble between affordable and affordable and expensive and be comfortable with playing with the two, then you're in a good place. If you're doing cheap and affordable, you're not you're not going to win. You'll you, you're going to lose, and you're going right. to lose a lot of money. You're going to lose a lot of time. Then that's where it comes to patience. Lost patience. You're going to lose patience with your editor. You're going to lose patience with the publisher. <laughs> you know you're going to lose patience with your family members. You have right. no anybody at your job, so then you get fired. Right. So, if you're going to do it big, you're going to do it right, do it the right way. And I would say stick between the line of affordable and expensive, but stay in an affordable area. Leave the expensive alone because the one thing they tell you, smart people, only if they if it's expensive, they're buying it because of quality. Right. If it's affordable, it's because they know that they're going to get the most out of it and they, and they can bear to lose it. So that's the difference between affordable and expensive. So when you get guys buying a $300 t-shirt or a $1,000 t-shirt, that t-shirt is made of the best material, the best quality material. So they know what how many, what they're going to do with it and what they're not going to do. But when you're buying a, a $30 t-shirt from mm-hmm. Walmart mm-hmm. or even a $60 t-shirt from Best Men or any one of these places, that's an affordable that could be an affordable expense for you. And you say, well, I know how many wares I'm going to get out of this. So from so on. So play with the affordable. Leave the expensive alone. Because even millionaires try to stay out of the expensive. Expensive right. is a tax. Expensive could be a double double tax. It could be a tax write-off. And also it could be a, <laughs> it could be a point where you're being taxed because you decided you want to be expensive. Because now you <laughs> claim your taxes and, and the IRS is coming to get you. Right. Right. Yes. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you for um, that analogy. And in my mind, it comes out to you can shop at Dollar Tree, Walmart or Target. So they pretty much have a lot of the same items, but (laughs) the quality of those items is different. So you have to decide what budget you want to go for and be ready for the consequences of whatever that budget is. So before we wrap up, I would love for you to tell the audience where they can get connected to you, whether it's a website, social media, um, if they are interested in, you know, embarking on a journey um, to get their operations management um, top notch. Great. Um, You can reach me. You can find me on Facebook um, at DBI Management Group, LLC. You, You can't miss me. I'm on there. 
Um, I'm on Instagram. I'm known as Mr. Operations on Instagram. You can find me on there. I'm also on Mr. Operations as well on um, Twitter. Okay. And, but if you really want to get in touch with me and find me, either one of those three platforms, you can message me, you can inbox me. You can also email me at dbi.m is a Mary and some Nancy, G's and Greg at gmail.com. And um, and if you want to uh, text me at my business number, you can text me at 585-483-0719. All right. Well, thank you so much, Anthony. I really appreciate it. You coming on the show, telling us more about yourself. I'm giving, you know, words of encouragement and knowledge to our listeners and just telling us more about um, the importance of operations management for the writers and authors. I'm very appreciative of the time and the information that you shared with us. And thank you again to the listeners. Um, Please do tune in again. Editor Knows Best airs every other Monday, 7 p.m. Eastern. Um, You can search for Editor Knows Best, the podcast, and you will have various options of where you can listen, stream, or download. Uh, Thanks again, everybody, for tuning in. And you all be safe and be well. Thank you. You too. You're welcome.